You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Greetings and welcome to episode 159 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, everybody, welcome to Soul Forge. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode where we introduced you to the Cosmic Pizza podcast hosted by yours truly, as well as Paul and Dan, my two buddies from the UK. Did you enjoy that? Are you subscribed? Did you like it on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and all the other places that we talked about? I sure hope you did. All right, but this week, we're going to talk about something completely different. Now, as most of you know, I'm always looking for topic suggestions or ideas from all of you listeners out there. It's not the easiest thing in the world to come up with a new and exciting topic that you might be interested in week after week after week. So uh, I put it out there and luckily at least one listener got back to me and they wanted to know about the first time I felt independent. So I thought that was a pretty good topic, but I'm going to modify it just a little bit. Talk about sometimes I, I felt independent in my life, uh, but I wanted to bring up the whole idea of exactly what it means to be or to feel like an adult. Because I've asked around, and from my own experience, most people do not feel like adults. There are times when you do adult things, but the mindset may or may not match up with your actual reality. So, what I did was I actually took a look at a bunch of different articles, just Googled it. And for the most part, and I wasn't surprised by this, most people do not feel like adults. Just uh, I'm just going to Google it again here real quick for you guys, just to show you what I mean. Feeling like an adult. And there's, it looks like uh, that is 1.16 billion results. And it says here, let's see. So first one is, these are the signs you're a functioning adult. The I feel like a child syndrome is another one. Another one says, why doesn't anybody feel like an adult anymore? Another one goes on to say in the title, am I supposed to feel like an adult yet? And when will I start to feel like an adult? And the other little ones here say, I'm 35 and yet I don't feel like an adult. I still feel like a child. I'm 20 and don't feel like an adult. What's wrong with me? When will I feel like an adult? I'm 29 years old. Is it weird not to feel like a grown-up at 23? And it goes on and on and on and on. Then the articles continue and it says, apparently this is the age where most people feel like adults. Uh, 21 things you can do to feel like a grown-ass adult. Uh, 17 women on the age when they first felt like adults. You're a grown-up, but do you feel like one? So there are quite a few articles, well, millions and millions, 1.16 billion articles, talking about 
this very subject. But before I get into it and lose my train of thought and forget to play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network, I've got some very exciting news for you. Not only last week did you learn about the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, but we have a brand new podcast recently added to the ESO Network. It's called, uh, let me just pull it up here because I forgot. It's called, But First, Let's Talk Nerdy. And apparently it's hosted by a couple of ladies, and you're going to hear that in this promo right now. I'm Brittany Vitrino. And I'm Martha Bartlett. We've been nerds since day one, and we love to talk. And now we're your hosts of But But First, Let's Let's Talk Nerdy. Come listen if you like anything from comics, anime, video games, sci-fi, and even history. Just sit back, relax, even join us with a drink in hand, because we'll have one in ours too, and come talk nerdy with us every Tuesday. We are now a proud member of the ESO Network, and you can download wherever you like to listen. See you next Tuesday. And I hope you enjoyed that promo. I haven't heard it yet. I'm going to hear it when I edit it into the recording when it's editing time, Uh, but I was thinking a while back, there are not very many female-centered podcasts talking about geeky or nerdy things, so I'm definitely going to check this out, and I hope all the rest of you listeners do as well. So anyway, let's get into adulting and stuff. Um, So when I first looked up this thing here, it says what I found out is that on average, people feel about 13 years younger than they actually are. So that makes a lot of sense because in my own experience, uh, when I was in my 30s, I felt like I was around 23. And in my later 30s, I found like uh, maybe uh, maybe 27. And now I am two months away from turning 44 and I feel like I'm in my early to mid 30s. Do I look that way? Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. I don't know what I look like. I still think I look fairly young, but... When I look at pictures of myself from, you know, my early 20s, it looks like a totally different person. So even though I've watched myself age and grow, and I don't think I've changed that much at all, I bet somebody who hasn't seen me in 20 years would say, holy crap, Sean, you're looking pretty old. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. So getting back to the listener request about times I felt independent, uh, I wrote down a couple things here, and I guess I'll talk about them. Uh, And I guess these are probably pretty typical things when you might feel independent for the first time, not necessarily, but feeling independent or somewhat grown up or as if you've reached a new plateau of existence. So I'm going to say the first one on my list is first kiss. I was 11 years old when I had my first kiss. Uh, My mom said I had to wait till I was 13, but me and the girl decided that was too long to wait. And so at 11 years old, we had our first kiss. So that was exciting and kind of forbidden. Did it make me feel independent or grown up? Um, Maybe maybe it felt like I had reached a certain level, like I'd finally done something that kids don't do. Kids don't kiss. Although I'm sure kids kiss and whatever, but this was was a thing. Uh, And then going through the list here, going away to university. I was a few days away from turning 19, and I went to Nipissing University in North Bay, and uh, it was it was dorms. It was six of us in a house. It was townhouses, I guess, is what it was. And we each had our own room, three on the top floor, three on the bottom floor. And so six of us, but we had our own room, and we had to 
clean the house ourselves and take care of our own food and do all the things. And mom and dad dropped me off and then they left. And I was like, well, now what? I had food, I had all my supplies, bedding, dishes, all the things, uh, and five other guys to hang out with. Uh, did I feel like an adult? I felt a little bit more grown up, I think. Did I feel independent? No, no, because I had to get student loans for it, so it wasn't my own money. Mm, not independent. Uh, maybe a little bit more like an adult, though, because I was, I was turning 19. I could finally uh, be of legal drinking age. So that was adult-ish. But did I feel like an adult? No. I, I felt like a kid doing adult things or grown-up things, pretending to be more mature than I actually was. Now, another thing on the list here is my first car. I got that uh, after I graduated from university. It was December of 1999, and I got my first car for $500. It was a 1985 Chevrolet Citation. And that was cool to have. Uh, did I feel grown up? Uh, kinda, because I could go wherever I wanted. It, it was a it was a piece of crap, and it didn't always run properly. Um, so was that independence? Kind of, because I could go wherever I wanted, and I didn't have to ask anybody to borrow a car. So that was kind of nice. Uh, I jumped to a f maybe a year or two later. I got my own apartment. Uh, my buddy Frank and I decided to get a place together, uh, and then he had to. Vacate, skedaddle, there's a whole story behind that which I won't get into, uh, but I was on my own for my very first time. I didn't have a roommate, I didn't live with my parents, I just, just it was just me taking care of the place, taking care of the bills, doing all the things. And, and that was kind of cool. That, uh, yeah, I had no responsibilities other than to myself. I didn't have to look after anybody. That was, that was kind of adultish, I guess. Did I feel grown up? Uh, in a way, I think so because it was my own place and I could decorate it however I wanted and I didn't have to answer to anybody. And then I met Lynn and we moved in together. That was the first time I had lived with a significant other. So that, I believe, was a pretty big deal because I thought about it long and hard uh, because she, she was four years older than me. She already had two kids and she couldn't have any more. And uh, me being whatever I was, 25 or 26, 26 I think, um, you know, it, uh, at that time I, I thought, well, this is, this is it. This is the woman I'm going to be with. Everything's great. Uh, she can't have any more kids. So I called up my stepdad and when, by the time he married my mom, she was too old and couldn't have any kids besides what she had. And so I asked Bill, I said, uh, when, when you met mom and you knew you couldn't have any kids, how did you feel about that? And he's like, well, I thought about it and, uh, I love your mom and I'm okay with it. So I, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I, I care about this girl a lot, too. And if I'm not going to have any kids, well, I, I guess that's okay, because she's, she's got her own, uh, she's older, and uh, can't have any more. So I guess this is it. So I was pre fully prepared to be a stepfather, and I was ready for that. So that, that was very adult-like, big decisions. And especially when I went back home to the Sioux and grabbed all the rest of my things from home and brought them back to the new place. Uh, Lynn and I lived in North Bay and I took all my things with me. There was nothing left at home. I had all my stuff. So that was big because I was moving away from home for real and I was gonna stay in North Bay with Lynn and the kids and had all my stuff and no fallback plan. This was it. 
so as we know from previous episodes, that all didn't work out and whatever. Uh, but that that was that was a big deal. I had to rent a U-Haul and grab all my stuff and bring it back with me. So that was that was really something. That was that was a lot. Uh, and then I bought my first new car. Uh, that was also with Lynn. And uh, it was, the year was 2002, I believe, and we got a yellow, uh, was it a Sunfire or a Cavalier? I think it was a Chevy Cavalier. Yes, it was. But it was standard. I didn't know how to drive standard, and Lynn taught me how to drive, drive it. So the best thing that came out of my relationship with Lynn is that I learned how to drive standard. For for bad things, well, you can listen to episode 39, but I don't suggest you do. So anyway, first new car, learned how to drive standard. That was pretty adult-like. That was cool. And then moving on a couple years later, I met Trish, and I was living in Timmins, and her and I had a kid together, and uh, there, there was Bishop, and that was pretty adult-like, being responsible for a life other than my own. Yeah, that uh, th- that's not independent because... Well, we relied on people to help us out and, and whatever, you know, because you can't do it all by yourself. Well, I suppose some people do. Uh, and we did for the most part. But, you know, babysitting time, you know, that kind of thing. So that was good. That was that was very adult-like. That uh, made me put my priorities in place. Uh, realized it wasn't all about me anymore. So probably having a kid is the most adult thing I've ever done. Definitely significant, definitely changed my perspective, my outlook on life, uh, the way I had to live my own life, uh, what I was going to purchase for myself that wasn't about me and my collectibles anymore. Sometimes you had to buy diapers instead of that action figure that was pretty nice. So yeah, that's that's being responsible and acting like an adult. Uh, moving right along, uh, I got married. That was pretty significant, I think. Uh, what was I? I was 35, I think, when I was married. Uh, so older than average, I think, but uh, very adult-like and a uh, significant event. And we know how that turned out. Episode 68, if you want the details. Uh, how about buying my own house uh, after the marriage fell apart? Bought my own place on my own, by myself, and that was very adult-like as well. Did I feel independent? Did I feel like an adult? Uh, Kind of, because it was my own place. But I I wasn't in the best headspace mentally, because, as I said, the marriage had just fallen apart, and I had my own place, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I had to create a whole new routine. Uh, But throughout all of this thing, everything that happened, uh, I, I kept my government job. And as you know, or if this is the first time you're listening to any of my episodes... I work for Canada Post. I'm a mailman. Basically what that means is I shove paper from one box to another box or a bag or whatever. I'm just always shuffling paper from one spot to another. Uh, but with this job came the pension, came the idea of saving for retirement, savings plans, RSPs, RRSPs, whatever they're called, registered retirement savings plans, uh, also a registered education savings plan for my son, Uh, But having a government job for the last just over 13 years now has been the one constant in my life. Uh, Does it make me feel like an adult? 
Um, you know, not really, because I, I'm I'm just a male minion. I, I'm I'm just one of those guys that uh, you see out there in in the vests and the bags and slogging every day in the heat or the rain or the snow, whatever. Uh, am I a supervisor at the place? No, because I don't speak French. I'm not a higher up. I'm not a muckety muck. I, I still feel like a kid. It, it feels like uh, kindergarten sometimes the way they treat us. So mm, no, not really really an adult there either. Before that, I worked at Home Depot. Before that was the call center, taking phone calls for cell phone bills and all that crap. I did that for five years. And that didn't make me feel like an adult. That was even more uh, kindergarten-like than than the post office. So I, I guess, for the most part, I don't think I have ever really felt like an adult. Uh, there have been moments where I felt like it, and I know most people don't feel like an adult, because I've, I've asked, and um, most people don't. There are moments in time, or specific events that happen, but for the most part, um, we're all just winging it. We, uh, we, we look to older adults to tell us, or to show us what living a life is like, because I, I remember being in my teens and 20s and looking at people in their 30s and 40s thinking, oh, they have it all figured out, they have it all together. And then when I got in my 30s and 40s, I was like, "Mm, I I still don't have it all figured out. So you look to people in their older 40s, 50s, 60s, and you think they know what's going on. And nobody has a friggin' clue. I I remember my mom asked uh, her grandmother, so my great-grandmother, years and years ago, uh, if she felt like an adult. And and she was in her 80s, and mom said something about, hey, so do you you feel like you've got cobwebs in your head, uh, and everything's all mushed up, or or how do you feel? And and she didn't. She still felt like a kid inside, even though she was in her 80s. So I I don't think the feeling ever really goes away. Um, So I'm going to click on that article. I haven't read it yet. But uh, 21 things you can do to feel like a grown-ass adult. Uh, Let's see. So we recently asked members of the BuzzFeed community, what skills will help you feel like a proper adult? Here are some of their suggestions. Okay, so what do we got? I won't read uh, all the stuff in it. I'll just read the headlines. So number one is find a way to track your spending that works for you. Okay, so following a budget, I guess, is very adult-like. Number two. Acknowledge when you make a mistake and apologize sincerely rather than for the sake of it. Yes, that's true. Uh, Once you learn to apologize uh, instead of making excuses, that's a a very grown-up thing to do. Number three, know how to properly clean a bathroom. Yeah, that's not a skill that everybody has. Number four, get to grips with the basics of sewing. I've never done that. Number five is check your health regularly. I gotta say, ever since I've been with Julie, uh, she's been—I don't want to say on me about it—but she's uh, she's making sure that I've uh, been getting myself checked out and checked on and all that kind of stuff. I've had a sore ankle for four or five years, and I never did anything with it. I just figured that's my life. But she said, "No, you're going to the chiropractor." So I've been going to the chiropractor, and my ankle's getting better. So yeah, check your health regularly. It's very important. Uh, Number six, know how to pack for a trip efficiently. Ooh, I I don't think anybody knows how to do that. Uh, When I'm packing, I always pack way too much stuff. If if I'm going for two nights, oh, sure, I'll pack for a week. Uh, Actually, I saw something not too long ago. It said, when you're packing for a trip, lay out all your things and all your money. Take half the clothes and twice the money. So that's the best way to pack for uh, a trip, I guess. Number seven, 
Don't stress too much about what other people think. Yeah, because for the most part, they're not thinking about you anyway. They're so concerned with them with their own selves that it really doesn't matter. Number eight, set yourself goals that would make you happy and break them down so they feel more manageable. The first stage of any successful to-do list is make the list. Okay, that's a good one. Number nine, know your do-it-yourself basics, whether assembling flat pack furniture, rewiring a plug, or putting up a shelf. Basic knowledge of home improvement in general. Okay, so that's good. Uh, Think about how you manage your time. Okay, another good one. Number 11, don't be afraid to assert yourself sometimes. Yeah, that's true. You, You can't be walked all over all the time. That's no good. Number 12, try to recycle more and reduce your waste. So yeah, reduce your carbon footprint. That's important. Does that make you an adult? I don't know, but it makes you a responsible human being. Number 13. Oh yes, important. Shop around for the best deals. Yeah, if you can get it on sale, why not? Number 14. Work on your cover letter. Okay. Number 15. Take a break from social media if it starts to have a negative impact on you. Uh, Sometimes I wish that we could go back to 1995 where there was no internet, no smartphones, nothing like that, and we could just be back in a simpler time. I know we can't, but sometimes it would be nice to to do that. Number 16, know what contraceptives are available and what works for you. Yeah, that's important. Number 17, think about what you want to say before you speak. Oh, good idea. Oh, here, 18, let go of toxic relationships. I've been doing a lot of that lately. Number 19, learn some basic first aid. Good idea. Number 20, learn how to change a flat tire. Yes, very important. And number 21, don't feel obliged to say yes to everything. Know when to say no to other people for your own sake, but don't be afraid to ask for help. So those are actually pretty decent. Um, And that other article, it says here, apparently this is the age where most people feel like adults. And I'm just going to scan it here real quick just to see what it actually is. It doesn't say. You think they would enjoy There's something for everyone from entertainment and lifestyle to news and politics and more. Share it on social media. Believe it or not, some people don't know how great podcasts are or even how to find and listen to them. You can help change that with a click. Tell your friends about your favorite podcast. Thanks for spreading the word. Yeah, so I just read the whole article and it, it doesn't actually give you an age. Um, it, it does say here that uh, the age 21 is when you've reached all the pinnacles of adulthood except the boring ones like being able to rent a car Uh, but it says it's not surprising most people don't feel like an adult at 21 and uh, it says here according to a survey conducted in Australia among people born in Melbourne suburbs in 1990 only 38% felt like real adults nearly half didn't know if they felt grown up or not and 13% firmly claimed to not feel adult yet and among those surveyed 72% still lived with their parents Instead of 21, 30 is presumed to be the new marker of maturity. So maybe 30, maybe not. I I know um, when I turned 30, that was horrendous for me. I was horrible uh, to Trish for uh, about six months. I was still working at the call center, and I felt like I was wasting my life, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I was miserable. So when I was turning 30, did I feel like an adult? Uh, I felt like I was on the cusp of something, maybe not adulthood or whatever, but uh, it wasn't good. When I turned 40, that was no big deal. I'm I'm suspecting 50 is not going to be good, but I still have just over six years to wait for that. So basically, 
overall, do you feel like an adult? Do you feel independent? Are you mature? Being mature and feeling like an adult are two different things. Uh, that could be a whole other topic. Anyway, that's, uh, that's that's been a brief overview of whether or not you feel like an adult or have independence. Uh, what are your stories? Why don't you go ahead and tell us? Maybe join the Facebook page and uh, leave a comment on this episode link. Or send me an email, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. All kinds of ways to get a hold of us. Go to soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. But I just want you to know I appreciate you coming by and listening to Soulforge. Uh, if you'd share the links on your Facebook page or your Twitter account, uh, that would be awesome. Let everybody know. But until next time, take it easy. And remember, you learn exactly what you want to be taught. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. I see a lot of smiles and a lot of laughing, right? Some of the people over the age of 30 looked at me like, are you actually asking me this question? Well, today's talk is geared towards uh, our Mount students who are between the ages of 18 and 25, or even 18 to 29, we'll talk about. So when we ask 18 to 29-year-olds this question, they say, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Sometimes I feel like an adult when I have to pay that bill or when I get to cash my check from earning the money that I got at my job. Uh, but I don't feel like an adult when I go home for break and my mom says I still have to be home at 10 p.m. When on campus, I got to run around whenever I wanted to. And I don't always feel like an adult when I get a paper back and I didn't do as well on it as I wanted to. Right? So it's mixed. And we're going to talk about the mix of that research today. But what's funny about emerging adulthood research is that often when you're at a holiday event, relatives also kind of phrase this as a question. They say, what are you going to do with your life, right? Which is really scary when you're 20 years old and people are asking you, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? You've got about 60 years left on this planet. Have you got it all figured out yet? <laughs> So we're also going to talk about that, how um, you don't have to feel like you have it all figured out. And one of the big takeaways for today is going to be that you're not alone. When I first discovered this research, I was so amazed to find that other people were talking about this. And other people could relate to how I felt when I was 20 years old. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.